Thanks for listening to the Protectors of the Wood adventure series. Support us on Patreon at Protectors of the Wood. And to all the eco-warriors out there, remember that everyone can make a difference and every action counts. We're all lost in a crazy world And bound for danger, I say Hear the wind howl and the water rage There must be rocks ahead, I said All these rivers are flowing Don't be afraid, you must go where they're going You must travel far The Protectors of the Wood Adventure Series Episode number 121 A Wild Ride Part 1 Abby saw quite a group gathered at the dock, waiting for the boat ride downstream. She was holding the mapstick, the five-foot staff rolled in a blanket and concealed by several garden tools. The group of five friends kept staring and whispering to each other. Abby was thinking. They can see how nervous I am. What can I say? This is awful. Sharon came to the rescue. Here, let me help you with that. I'll find a good place for it on the River Queen. It's high-priority cargo today. Sharon managed to convey the impression that questions were not welcome. Abby breathed a sigh of relief and saw two figures in the boat already. Juvia, Diego! I saw you last night. I'm Abby. I recognize you, but you were so busy. I knew it was the wrong time to interrupt, and we had to leave early to ferry people back to the West Isle. Diego smiled at Abby. Sharon tied the mapstick bundle flush with the side of the boat. Nubia and Diego shifted their eyes to stare at this strange new item. Abby felt sure that Diego was resisting the impulse to step over and investigate. Sharon and Isaiah handled it with a formality and care that drew attention. Sharon started the motor and called to Diego and Nubia. How was it on the way over? We came down half moon and up the snake, but it was such high water, we could have came the shorter way. The bar at the bilge on the island had such high water, we went right over it. But with all these people, I'm not sure. We might need three feet of water to clear the bar. 
It's about as fast as I can remember. But now, we're on the oars and can control it. And follow the channel. Callie had taken her spot lying on the slanted bow of the boat, ready to study the water as they went. She called to Sharon. Hey, Sharon, let me know what you're going to do. I know the bars and shoots you might take today, like the shoot on the left side of Rock Island, and then you would avoid the rock garden at the Ghost Inlet. Hmm, maybe we could do that. I've only done it twice in my life, but they were days like today. Let me warn you all, no chatting or distractions. Life vests for everyone. We focus every second, and we'll be at the cemetery bridge in 20 minutes. It won't be boring. Any questions? You're the boss. We got it. Okay, Ishmael. Untie that line. In a moment, Sharon backed out into the fast water and turned downstream. Abby noticed Sarah madly writing notes as if she were catching every word. She looked up at Abby and gave her a wink and a thumbs-up sign. Abby blew her a kiss. The boat picked up speed and in less than a minute moved past the island and into the faster, clearer water of the Half Moon River. Excitement surged through Abby's body as they picked up speed. The boat raced through the pillars at the Highway 71 bridge and they tore past the marshland toward the cliffs on their right. We'll run the bar at Cedar Point. Yuvia and Diego were poised on either side, oars ready just above the water. Then we'll cross right and slow way down, way, way down, just below the big boulder. There's a tree fallen from the left bank that I cut through on the right side yesterday. We had to unload, but today we might just go through. I'm not sure. When you see it coming, hug the right hand and prepare to stop if necessary. There was a clear area of mud yesterday, but it might be covered today. I'll let you know. Canoe! Dead center! I got it! Stay well to the right. Slow down just a little. Diego slowly pushed his oar underwater and the boat turned a bit. Slower? Yeah, a little slower. Straight ahead now. Yuvia pressed her oar into the rushing water a couple of feet deep like her brother's. The boat rocked as if a wave were passing under from behind. Okay, let up! In seconds, they passed a canoe with two riders drifting down the river in the center, steering with the back oar and taking it easy. Cindy! Cindy, take the down tree on the right. It's coming right up. Follow us. There's the pour over. Look at that pillow. The water rises three feet. We could jump it in a canoe. More to the right. Slow. Slow. The engine was barely idling. The River Queen was drifting, held back by the oars plunged into the water. The Kaletas struggled to hold them and keep the boat on course. The fast current threatened to swing the stern forward and bring the boat broadside. 
Look at that water! Way over the bay! No landing room at all. Keep it slow and straight. Slow and straight. That's it. That's it. See the cut branches? Just barely to the right of them? Fight the current pushing us to the shore. The Kalaitas pulled the boat to the left. The water ahead poured over the fallen tree like a waterfall. But much of that water was forced to the right edge of the river, where Sharon had created an opening the day before. The current raged through that clear space, swirling way up among the trees. They could feel the pull forcing them too far to the right. It seemed as if they would crash into the forest. One more! One more! Like a 
shooting star We must travel far